folks. Welcome to United We Stand podcast for Patriots. I'm your host, Mark. I wanted to start today with something very simple, something I used to say all the time in school. It's called the Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I do believe it is a place for justice for all. Progress has been made. Progress is being made. And this is a nation that learns from its mistakes, and we have to move forward. But thrusting us back into the past, that we are all still systemically racist, is an actual abominable sin. Because there are bad apples out there. There are people that are bad. There are people that are racist. But there are people that are great, and there are people that are good, and there are people that are awesome, and there are people that um, work for the cause in both sides of the spectrum. And don't let the media, don't let them just put a spotlight on one area because they are doing a great disservice. And there's a lot of instigators involved with these protests that are pushing the division that's making it seem as if we are just all abysmal. And to watch those crowds out there genuflecting and renouncing their white privilege is, I think it'll make anyone vomit. Um, Yeah. Because that's not all of us. That's not us. If you feel that way, that's fine. Go do that. Uh, we are not that. And patriots don't do that. Patriots fight for the cause. Patriots fight for social justice. Patriots fight for injustice. We don't care what color the person is. If you're being misaligned, if you're being treated unfairly, we come to your rescue. We come to your aid. Anyway, I'm not going to get too much into a little bit of a monologue here. I have a uh, nice, great podcast with my friend, Kat, again, and we talk about the protests and this ideology that's pushing it um, and a few other things. Um, but enjoy. Crazy. For last week. Oh, yeah, I know. With, with, the, with this insanity going on, it's just perplexing and fucking frustrating, man. And Unreal. Pleading. Depleting. Unreal. Depleting. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of envious of, you know, people like Charlie who can, um, you know, turn it off and not really make it personal at all. Like he does not let this stuff affect him. And, um, and I can't help it. And neither can you. I know it. Um, but and the more and so, you know, I've been really trying to stay off of social media, but it's just so difficult. It's so hard. Yeah, you don't want to be out of the loop. You don't want because you're not getting anything from the mainstream media. So you're depending on the sources that you go to on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and that, that post Pete things that are just not out in the, the public eye. Right. Um, Same here. I have to go on. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Who's who's saying what? Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you turn on the news. Charlie and I hadn't watched the news in ages, and we got home from Nevada City yesterday. And we turned on the news, and we were watching for, I don't know, we had it on in the back room, background. And all they were showing was, you know, thousands, of, literally thousands of people protesting in downtown, different parts of L.A. And, um, you know, I mentioned this to you earlier, and they had this guy was 
you know, had this little boy, little tiny, like four-year-old boy next to him, little black boy. And he was saying, you know, I want you to look in this child's face, look in his eyes and tell him that he's going to spend the rest of his life fearing for his life from police. Tell him that he's going to have to be, feel hunted every time he gets pulled over. Tell him, and he just went on down the list and the little boy's sitting there like, what the hell? I'm going to be hunted. (laughs) I'm going to be hunted and killed. Um, Which is not true. The thing doesn't show. It's not true. It's just propaganda. Well, so here's the thing that I, you know, this is clearly a very divided issue and people are, it's it like, you know, I just post, I was just reading that Pierce Morgan tweet where he was getting all over Candace Owens and saying that she should be ashamed of herself and for tweeting about um, the facts and saying that she feels like uh, this whole Black Lives Matter movement with George Floyd is a complete yeah, farce, farce and that Correct. she doesn't believe he's a martyr and she thinks that... Uh, you know, he didn't deserve to die in that way and that that police officer should be persecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Um, And so should anyone who was aiding and abetting that. But we can't, we also can't forget that he, we can't elevate this person to a status of martyr when he was making bad choices his entire life. Should he be forgiven? Well, absolutely. You can forgive him if you want. And I will. And, uh, you know, Candace seemed to think so. And he deserves a second chance and a third chance. But then you know, should he be elevated to the status of martyr? You know, when this 77-year-old police officer, um, you know, David Dorn. Oh, no. Talking about someone else. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's so many, aren't there? David Dorn, you know, he has uh, uh, the same exact resume almost to the the T, uh, including his age as my father, Um, you know, gunned down in front of a pawn shop that his friend owned that he was doing security for and the alarms went off at two or three in the morning and he went down there and got shot in the gut and yeah. laid and bled out while a stranger stood above him filming it and um you know that person made good choices his entire life that person didn't have the same perspective on you know he had a hard-working value system i don't know that man and i just know what i read but I know that he spent his life serving the community and trying to protect the community. And um, he died over some television sets. And I, I cried. I got so upset. It ruined, it ruined my peace. Um, and I couldn't, I just don't want to keep quiet about it now. It could have been my dad. It could have been anybody's parent. And here we are elevating this man whose last stint in prison was because George Floyd's last stint in prison was because he burglarized an African-American woman who was pregnant. He stuck a gun in her belly and uh, robbed her. And because she didn't have any drugs, he took everything else that she had and uh, spent some time in jail. And then moved from wherever he was when he got out to try to start a new life and is getting arrested because he's high on fentanyl and other drugs, meth. And, um, you know, came head to head with a bad cop and died. And we, and he's a martyr now. He's made bad choices his entire life. So you're going to tell me that this little boy in the street that this guy was interviewing, uh, you know, saying he's going to have to be hunted his whole life, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to tell me that you're teaching this little boy 
that those choices that George Floyd made had nothing to do with his demise, that it was all the white cop. That's what you're teaching that child. Or maybe you're not teaching him that. Maybe you're teaching him a complete and total lie that didn't happen, which mm-hmm. is George Floyd was mm-hmm. an outstanding, upstanding community mm-hmm. person and, you know, was making better choices of his life and just happened to run in with the law and it was all the white man's fault. That's the lie that's being perpetrated. And um, it makes me so incredibly sick. Well, that's the lie that's being put forth, that all of America is racist, that that is the calling card of every white person in America, which is completely untrue. I think Thomas Sowell, I just read the best, he said it best, it was the fact that it was, uh, you know, racism in America was on life support, but the only ones keeping it alive are the de- and the, the leftist politicians, I'm paraphrasing, and yeah. the, the Black Lives Matter movement that just want to keep it going, keep it alive, because... It, that that is not completely true. It's absolutely abysmally false to even just assume that. And everyone agrees watching that from all spectrums of the people that live in this country that what they saw on TV was injustice and completely wrong. Injustice was being served at a, a swift rate. They arrested him, but that's not enough because that's not what this is about because there's nuances here that go beyond that because mm-hmm. you have factions that are and you know this, there are factions that are taking this for their own um, anti-capitalistic communist ends, and that is to destroy the country, using this as the guys, you know, uh, the groups like Antifa that are infiltrating these these somewhat peaceful protesting groups. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the thing. Is it really peaceful protest that there is that and it should be allowed to occur? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many days do you want to keep doing this, first of all? How many days until you what eradicate racism? Yeah, wow. what what does that look like? I'm just curious. Well, they're def- they the want to defund. They want to defund, defund the, police. the police and to, and remove their military gear that protects them. They want to demilitarize the police, which I don't think anybody who thinks that our military is militarized needs to go to other countries. Needs to spend time in other countries because they don't understand what that what that word means. Oh, no. It's, first it's, of all. It's, it's, um, it's wishful thinking to think that you want to defund the police department because, so, um, yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to read your quote that you quoted of Thomas Sowell. Racism is not dead, but it is on life support, kept alive mainly by the people who use it for an excuse or to keep minority communities fearful or resentful enough to turn out as a voting block on election day. And everyone should know that Thomas Sowell is a black economist. <laughs> is a black economist one of the smartest of our time one of the great thinkers of our time yeah um, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the airplay because he doesn't no no because he's a coon he's uh, yeah. a coon he's an uncle tom uncle tom um so i uh you know i always do this i always do this and you know that I really, really, really try to sit on the fence and understand all the different perspectives as best as I can. And um, so, and again, this is the layered cake. And so I'm, I'm going to say, I, I hear the cries of where this is coming from. You know, this is a deep rooted feeling of injustice. This is nothing new. And on the anniversary today of Tiananmen Square, um, is that today or yesterday? I don't know what today's date is. Um, it, either way, it's the anniversary of Tiananmen Square. And 
this is this is not a new thing. This angst, this anarchy, this feeling of burning it down is not new. I get it. It does not this honestly doesn't even have to do with George Floyd. Really, it doesn't. And if people educate themselves about, you know, history and the historical um, uh, way that this type of angst plays out in our youth and, 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 and everyone, you understand, I understand that, you know, the feelings of injustice, the feelings of, um, of tension of the two part, the warring parties, the, you know, the um, altruists versus the, the pragmatic people, like there's this ongoing angst that builds and builds and builds and builds and builds over time. And then it's the emotional reactivity, the emotional reactors that burst. And those are the people who don't sit down and just rationally stop themselves and think about how this can play out, right? Intellectually, rationally think about what they're doing. They just want to rage at the world. And I'm not, I'm not upset with the protesting. I'm not upset with it. I am upset with all the different layers of things that have happened to create, to make it violent. Um, I am upset that people are confused about what they're protesting about. That really bothers me. Um, but this is nothing new. This is history repeating itself in Tiananmen Square, um, although Tiananmen Square was over a very different, different subject matter. They were true. The people who are protesting now would be really well served to watch the documentary that's out regarding Tiananmen Square right now. Are you with me on this or are you? I have not seen that documentary. I just remember reading about Tiananmen Square in college. It's the gate of heavenly peace, it's called, Tiananmen Square protests, where, you know, a lot of protesters, students were shot and killed, and the famous, the famous image of the young man who stood in front of the line of tanks and wouldn't let them pass, and, um, you know, they were protesting the communist regime, ultimately, is what ultimately happened. It was, again, a layered cake over years and years of different things that had happened. But they were protesting oppression of a communist regime, a regime that does not let you have freedom of speech, does not let you have freedom of religion, does not let you have the Second Amendment, does not let you um, have choice in the matter, does not let you practice uh, peaceful assembly. None of that stuff. And, And people don't get that. And so a lot of people died doing that, you know, prote- protesting that government. And here we are protesting something that is so. <sighs> well, not we, <laughs> not we, some. America. America. And they're being, they're being completely misled by the media. A lot of it is that it's being fueled yeah. by misinformation that we've talked about before, disinformation, uh, and a complete bias of the information without giving, without showing other facets, uh, facets of this. You know, um, we, we recorded a podcast uh, a couple of days ago. I won't be able to you, – you, most people are not going to be able to hear it because we lost the first part of it. So this, this part of this, as you know, is being funded. This is being organized. There's, um, there's, there's pallets of bricks being left all out in every city uh, consistently, and, uh, and now organizations like Antifa are involved in this, and they just want to tear down the world. They have – this has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It has nothing to do with George Floyd. It's under the guise of it, and most people that are protesting peacefully, these people are instigating it. Why, why do you see – when you, you're not getting all of this on the news, but you're seeing all these stores getting looted. If these are peaceful protests, 
Okay, why are all the, the stores in these cities being boarded up? That's not protesting. Well, you know, yeah, there's just, it's, it's people that have, that's the problem, you know, is that it's not being separated. People have taken advantage of this, of this protest and turned it into looting. And that could have been by design. Uh, and it probably is. I'm not sure who did that. It could have been Antifa, but it could also be, there's a lot of people that could stand to gain from this thing going south. A lot of people, a lot of different, a lot of different, uh, you know, Democrats could have, could, could have stand to gain from this and use it. Republicans could stand to gain and use it. It's hard to say what's, what's at play here, really. Um, but there are the people that make me crazy are the ones that say, screw the looting, like, fine, like, burn it down. Those are the people that really, really, really upset me. Yeah, well, then you're not seeing, and I'll go back to my initial point of the media not showing you the videos of black store owners in these cities yelling at the Black Lives Matter movement, saying, if this is what you're doing, you're destroying my business, and I'm black. Mm -hmm. This is not, you're, you're, you're doing a complete disservice by doing this. It's, it's beyond it. That, and that's what I'm saying, that there's more going on here. This is not just about the movement. And it's, get, it's all getting conflated in this cake of, you know, George Floyd. But no, there's, there's, a, there's a political undercurrent pushing this thing. Mm -hmm. Why are the Democrat uh, governors t telling their cops or not giving them the support they need? I've, I've read, I was reading a note from a, a neuro NYPD officer. He's like, we're not getting the support. They're not giving it to us. He goes, we're overrun. And we're told to not do certain things uh, and hold back, and we're not getting the support. So why is it in all lockstep? Why none of these things are haphazardly happening on their own? You know, they're all connected, and that's the thing. When you, when I, if you talk about this conversation, if I do, and I don't think, like you said, most people, I don't think are going to see this. They can't. They're they're working every day. They don't have the time to. To do this, I I spend a little more time on this than I should, and and could I be uh, incorrect? Of course I could, but I'm certainly reading a lot of people and talking to people that agree with me on this. That there is a, an insurrection going on, and it's being organized and pushed, and um, uh, you know, Antifa getting you know having numbers to get them out of bail. They're being bailed out. Uh, governors not uh, prosecuting. Govern you know, looters that are being let let out the, the next day to do this again mm -hmm. uh, and then not calling in the national guard when they can why this is in when one in one breath they'll claim we're protecting you another breath they'll say you got to stay locked down to protect the public and another breath they say well protesting is okay you can go do that uh and then last week it was covid and you can't go out and work you can't open a business but it's okay to go loot a business i mean all of this is getting you the reviewer to dis to abandon your reason and yeah. listening to the talking heads and they are pushed. They are just leading you. It's like a horse with a carrot and people that are on these streets and looting and doing this stuff are the bait and mm -hmm. the ones that are supporting it. They, they're eating the carrot. Well, no, they wouldn't be eating the carrot. They didn't get the carrot. Right. They're still trying to get it. Yeah. They're still trying to get the carrot. This is not, this is not what it seems. And, um, there was another point uh, I wanted to go ahead. Abandoning all reason is a very, very good, a very good way to put it. You know, it's like, um, 
you can you can literally hold the facts out in front of somebody about the killings about you know uh unarmed black men deaths you know by police officers police officer fatalities unarmed white man deaths you can literally look at that and give that to somebody the statistics from the fbi validated by the washington post in clear black and white writing and they will argue it they'll say that no well i read well my statistics well where did you get your statistics well but look there are no there aren't multiple statistics those are the statistics like i'm sorry that's that's those are the facts and they will argue that they will look right in the face you know i told you this this is this really really had me i mean i was so upset about this when i saw that someone had posted a a thing that said um you know what if your child said i can't breathe i can't breathe and then they killed them anyway you would burn this plant all moms would burn this nation down or something and i lost it i lost it because that's just that that shows you right there exactly what people are being taught to be outraged mm -hmm. about the media is teaching you to be outraged that this that this what if what if your son what if this was your son and oh all the moms would be outraged and burn down this nation bull crap because first of all i said there are 330,000 children being sold into sex slavery in this nation alone just this nation correct so if that's true if you would burn down this nation for uh the george floyd uh narrative why isn't this nation burned down already with protecting children protecting innocent lives innocent lives not a not a child's life that has a five year long criminal rap i'm talking about innocent children who are being sold into sex slavery the youngest age is something like four and they're all between ages of like 12 and 14 years old bullshit that sorry that you are being you are being told to be what to be outraged about Correct. and if they were to Correct. if they were to put this on the news about how many kids are being abducted and sold into sex slavery into the sex trade the the sex trade uh business there would be nothing left standing on this planet in this nation people would burn it to the ground if but but guess what you're not mad you're not mad at that why because you you're too busy being mad at what the at what cnn at and fox news Correct. wants you to be mad at they want yeah. you to be mad. They're spoon feeding you this stuff and you are eating it up like and loving it. They're spoon it. feeding you with the images they want you to see so you react a certain way. They have right. it down. It's no different when you go into a movie and all of the elements in play are meant to um, get at your heartstrings and your emotions. They have it all planned out. This is all written in. This isn't, um, this isn't, this isn't fiction. I mean – it's fiction to the point where they're using this as a as a way to get you to react but they know how to do this it's all manipulation and the manipulation is you have to kind of get out of it by going okay let me read it for some of the, some other stuff let me look at some other material you know i think that someone asked going back to thomas Sowell, go because he even said he was when he was younger he was he was a socialist in his 20s and he and they asked him well what changed and he went facts <laughs> simply put you start reading information like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't fill the narrative. And but, mm -hmm. go ahead. 
you, but you have, wouldn't you agree with this? You have to be a certain type of person to sit there and look at those facts from an, a non-reactive position, from an unemotional standpoint. If you go into reading like the statistics that I posted that I can read in a little bit if you want me to about cop killings and whatnot, you know, if you go into that and you look at those statistics mm-hmm. and you're carrying your baggage of guilt and white privilege guilt and you're carrying your baggage of you know what you saw on the news and you're carrying all that with you all that emotional that fire in your belly when you read it yeah you're going to see what you want to what, what's you're going to have an emotional reaction you're going to deny it right you're not going to have this cognitive dissonance like you're going to cling to that instead of looking at it from an objective point of view and just um you know so let me just can I read a little bit of this? Whatever you have to. Uh, U.S. police have 370 million encounters with civilians every year. They killed now, now, for anyone who's listening, just don't attach yourself to any belief system. Just pretend like you're from another planet or like you're a jury in a trial and you are observing this without emotion. You are just listening. And these are not made up, okay? These are statistics from the FBI from 2019 and they were verified and validated and posted by the Washington Post thereafter. So just hear it. U.S. police have 375 million encounters with civilians a year. They killed 1,004 people last year. That's a lot of people. 235 of these were black. 226 of the black fatalities were armed. That's 96% of the 235 people they arrested were armed. Nine unarmed blacks and 19 unarmed whites were killed by U.S. police last year out of a population of 330 million people, okay? 330 million people. The nine represent 0.1% of 7,407 black murder victims last year. In most years, circa 90% of black victims are killed by perpetrators, okay? A U.S. police officer of any race is 18.5 times more likely to be killed by a black man than an unarmed black male is by a police officer. I'll read that again. A U.S. police officer of any race is 18.5 times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Black deaths equal 23% of people killed by police in 2019. The black proportion of the U.S. population, 13%. Okay, that is shocking. Police interact most closely with the population of offenders. 53% of recorded murders and 60% of robberies were committed by black perpetrators, according to recent figures. And then, you know, this person who did this digging said, let me make this clear. Any lives lost a result of malevolent police officers drunk on power are tragedies and perpetrator, the perpetrators, including those in the local police branch who may have allowed this malpractice must face justice. However, does this mean all police officers are racist? Does this mean all police branches are corrupt? Does this mean the U.S. is a white supremacist nation? Does this mean it's okay to loot and burn homes, businesses, and places of worship and protest? So if you take offense to that or you start saying, 
Well, those are just the statistics of the FBI. The FBI is probably up to no good in trying to hide stuff too. You, you can't be part of this conversation. It's just, you can't. Well, you know, if they, you're gonna, it's, yeah. You can't be part of the conversation. You can't have a solution because the only solution is the only solution you want to put forth. That's the only solution. The only solution yeah. is then what's trying to be pushed right now, defund the police. Okay. Right. Let's, uh, I just saw something here. Minneapolis wants to do it. The, the, considering doing away with the police. Minneapolis, I don't know how, right here. Minneapolis city council members consider disbanding the police. <laughs> I mean, uh, city pages. I don't know how valid this is. Um, but what would happen? What do you think? Who's going to, who's, who, who are you going to call? Did you hear these, there was these protesters. There was a little video on Twitter. These kids protesting on the street. I guess they threw garbage at a guy's car. He stopped turned around and you hear one of them go call the cops yeah <laughs> that's yeah. funny it, it's funny it's 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 a comedy of it's, errors it's it's, it's not even it's because you have you have you have very very um i want to say just young kids trying to determine what's right for society young kids they just want anarchy and their anger to rule and because if the cops are out of the way, then you do whatever you want. Then you have the looting. Then no business can actually survive. You're not going to have law and order. You're going to have disorder, which is the goal of what they want. If you go down the line of thinking, it doesn't make any sense. You have to come to an agreement like, yes, you need a police force. Is there issues within a police force? Of course, there's issues in everything. It's like saying, you know, no one's perfect. Is, uh, you know, is, is, is Trump a perfect president? No. Are you a perfect friend? No. Are you a perfect mate? No. No one's perfect in these relationships. Can We're we all human. Improve? Yes, exactly. And we've met, we've cut, we've made more strides and progress, as you as you noted those statistics that have increasingly get better and better and better and better, and the media is just putting a magnifying glass on the negative on the on that point zero 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 one percent of thing that happened in society, mm -hmm. and and now. And that's the issue. You know, everything's connected. I wanted to kind of mem remember there was this show. You remember it was called Connections. It was a while back and didn't, I think it was only a few seasons. It was really interesting. Um, and the thing it was, and the, you know, my point I'll make at the end of this, they'll, they'll take, they'll hold like a, um, they'll take a piece of something like, I don't know, a, a cup or uh, the mouse of a computer. And they go down the line of how this came about. Like mm. how one step, one step, one step, you know, how does, how does this mouse on the desk compare to the printing press of 1950? Like they'll show that these connections all because of one thing led to another. Mm. And some of the things I say <laughs> and bring about, I, I try, attempt to kind of say that these things are all connected. It's not random. Mm -hmm. That we're in the middle of an election season, um, that we had this virus that's showing that it is no it's no more serious than a flu, 0.026, no, 0.26%, less than a quarter, a little more than a quarter of a percent, 1% of mortality rate, which shows is no different than a flu season. And now the flu season, and that didn't work. Now we're, we're at this. I mean, you have to kind of see these are all connected. Bricks mm -hmm. being laid out, all of this is being pushed. If you can't see it, then you're having a problem and you're being led to the slaughter by saying, well, we got to get rid of the police. You're missing the Pete picture. It's like what, it's what Candace Owen is telling everyone, right? Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. saying you're being led. You're misled. This is not about this. This, this is, this is, uh, this is a farce being pushed on you and you're, right. and, and you're reacting. And sure you had people that were locked up for two months and they're out of work. Great. Let's go, let's go march down the street. Oh, Hey, there's a Nike store. Let's go bash in the window. What does that have to do with George Floyd? Uh, 
absolutely freaking nothing. Mm-hmm. Four cops, right? Yeah. No, six cops more. were killed. Yeah, yeah, more. Two last night, one stab and two shot. Does that make anyone think of anything? Two, two cops that are, that are not going home to their families, families that, that have lost their fathers but see, the, the people who you're trying to reach right now they don't see it that way it's kind of like once you dehumanize a person you can kill them and not give a shit you know sorry once you dehumanize Fine. them you can you can do that you can look at something and say um i don't care i don't care if he lost i don't care if he's family and children now you know how we feel now you know how we feel jerk you know that that's where that's so you can't reach them. So this is this is a, a, a you know wanted to touch base on the astrological aspect of this time as well. Like we have, there's all of these cosmic and astrological uh, events going on that that haven't happened since like the fall of Rome and like uh, all these massive events on um, that have taken place historically are kind of culminating and we're having the same cosmic events but like three different ones at once which are culminating into this like you know why we're having all I mean like we had an earthquake last night we have you know this these locust uh, infestations across Africa um, and I think in India and then we have have, you know, uh, I mean, I could go on and on and on of all the weird stuff that's going on right now. There's some weird stuff going on and it's not, I don't think it's a coincidence besides it being an election year, um, that, that this is happening. It's, it's like a, it's a cycle that the universe is going through. Um, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not, uh, under, I'm not, uh, criticizing it or judging it. I don't, I know history does repeat itself and, but it's a cycle. There's a, uh, yeah, there's a correlation to that. Mm-hmm. I can't speak on that cause I don't know. I really don't know. Um, um, but I, it makes me think about the UFO thing and the and the um, the chemtrail thing that's happening right now with the with the, the skies being covered with uh, you know with um, marine layer like across the United States today earlier this morning and then also Starlink is in the sky now with te- you know Tesla Starlink SpaceX um, right yeah I know there's there's some there's some weird stuff going on with that and I talked to you about that having that footage that showed that. Uh, I couldn't believe you see a mouse running across the the engine. Yeah, so tell me. Um, so explain the, that, and then tell me what you think. I don't know. I you know it, it's you. you um, so the SpaceX launched their uh, uh, Falcon rocket into space the other day, and you see it launch off. Great, goes into the sky, and then you go to the footage of it in upper atmosphere uh, of the first stage. Or the second stage uh, booster, you know, the camera's on it and just looking at, you see the earth in the background and the stage and throttling up, throttling down. And, and you're looking on the engine, uh, on the, on the, there's uh, someone points out that you see what looks like a mouth that runs across. Now, I, I saw footage of other ones that we see. It looks like, um, um, it looks like a frozen oxygen that just, it freezes and it looks like a big, like a, a snowball uh, snowflake that just kind of goes, it goes past it. And you, you can tell it's that, that is real, but this, you can tell, you can like, I go back. So you can tell that the ice flake goes across and some of the footage is right. But this was a, a mouse. It actually scurried away. Cause I'm looking at, I'm like, this is not floating. This actually just ran across mm-hmm. and 
back and forth too. Uh, yeah, it went one way, which which I went okay. That could be the way it moved. Could have been a, could have been the ice flake. But then but when then it, it went back, back, it went no. That I had legs. You saw it scurry. That didn't make any sense. And you know, looking at this, I'm going, yeah, this could be green screen. It's it's certainly possible. With all, I mean, the tech. I've worked with green screen. I've done special effects. You right. can make it look pretty darn good. Now in Hollywood, they make it look fantastic. And I mean, my question is, you know, we talked about this. Is why? if you're going why? But if you're going to go to such lengths to create such uh, and and hoax the entire planet, hoax the entire planet. Why would you? make a mistake like that. First of all, why, you wouldn't post it live. You would have seen the footage that you're going to post. That's what I would think. So I would someone think. would have seen that already. I would, you, you would think that would be the case. So is it possible that I'm just misreading it? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So can I, can I go out on a limb here and be a little oh. wacky? I, I wanted to finish your line go of ahead. questioning. Go the ahead, line of question ahead. is why I I'm not def I'm not defending it. I saw it and went. What's the possibility? What would be the purpose of this? You mm -hmm. know, it looked like because when because when you're looking at it, the camera actually because I went to YouTube and I went to find I looked people. I went to YouTube to get the video, and there it is. Now, is it a deep fake? I, I'm open to that. From a few different sources, I saw the footage, but when you see the mouse, the camera goes to a different shot. As mm -hmm. if they may have caught it late or something. And my take is either, okay, I, I, want it to, I want this not to be true. I really do. I'm questioning it. Is it possible it's false? Actually, yes, you can question it. It is, it is completely possible this could have been a green screen because you're looking at the light. I'm looking at the lighting on the foil. I'm like, would foil move like that up in the upper atmosphere? I don't know. Up in space, they're already pretty much out of the atmosphere. There's really no – I, I, I don't know. It's still going like 1,200 miles an hour, isn't it? Yeah, but you've gone past the – you're out, you're out above it now. You're, you've, you've, you've gone past the atmosphere. There's no air. I mean, when you see them in space, they move like this. They're like – so that mouse is going to be like, dee, 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 dee. yeah, well, that's what I mean. So, because some of the footage, when you when they cut to different footage and you see the ice crystal go across, you can right. tell that's floating in space. Right, it had that movement. This didn't have the movement of being in zero gravity. Right, it, it didn't. Moved. It didn't. And how move. did it get it? How did it get past the uh, yeah, propulsion I mean, of of you know launch of launch? <laughs> launch. You're it's in space. Mouse. It's two hundred forty degrees below zero. And I asked myself a question. Okay, I asked the question: What would be the purpose in this? Well, A, if you saw the launch and it was real, which agreed it is, what would be the purpose of cutting that footage with made? Because they'd probably, A, don't want you to see what's up in the atmosphere. That's my only, that's my only reasoning. Like, they don't want you to see what's up there. Something's going on up there. And then I saw last night the releasing of the Starlink satellite. Um, uh, and you see it releasing and it floats away, but it's going into a black void. Like, aren't, where are the stars? Where's the background? Where are they releasing this? Why is it like that? And mm. I'm sure maybe a scientist or an astronomer can explain that to me. But I am certainly cautious. And I'm wondering, I just think that you see the launch and then everything else is suspect. Something's up there that they don't want you to see. Why are we doing, why is the United States wanting to get to space and Space Force? Okay, why? For the reason to, because I know China wants to get up there and dominate space. They want to militarize it. Uh, Musk wants to put all these satellites and create this grid around the planet, which boggles my freaking mind. Uh, uh, you know, the idea that 
we want to give internet to the world to places that can't get it. Really, that's the solution. Most of the you know first world countries have internet. We're doing fine with it. Why do we got to put a, a link or you know all these satellites in space? Is it just internet? Is it tracking? Is it DARPA? I mean, the military involved, Space Force connection? Yes, absolutely. Something's amiss with this. It doesn't make. It doesn't follow any reasoning. And I'm just I'm lacking information and just questioning what's going on. Right. Well, um, I was looking up why it's it's a common common question apparently. Why do photographs taken in space not have stars in the background? <laughs> this is the worst the worst answer ever. It says, "Yes, you can see stars in space, but pictures of celestial bodies taken from space by astronauts aboard satellites do not have any stars in the background because stars are very, very far away. Therefore, they are incredibly dim in contrast to other natural or man-made objects present in the foreground of the captured photographs." Now, um, just so you know, with my iPhone, I just on sent this, it to you, by the way, on Twitter. Video. Uh, um, in with my iPhone in Nevada City, I actually took a picture of with my iPhone, and I'll show you from here with Dita in the foreground, and my and the night sky in the background, and Dita is lit up by my own flash. Okay, so BS is what I'm trying to say. But look at all the stars you can see. So there's Dita lit yeah. up by my flash. Yes. And look at the stars. Yes. I mean, come on. That's the most ridiculous answer ever. Uh, I, flat earthers are starting to make a little bit of sense yeah, to me right I, now. I, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at the footage I just sent you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe they're in the part of the atmosphere that's on the curve. Or I'm just trying to understand how that could be. Why? Like, why am I not? Where are the stars? Every footage you see from like the when the space shuttle was up there and the moonwalk, you saw our stars was bright and no, you didn't see on the moonwalk. You didn't see many no, stars. The, no, I'm not. I'm, I, it's the spacewalk, I meant. Oh, the but, space uh, station. Well, yes, yeah, spacewalk, space station. And this doesn't. I don't get it. Right. It looks like a studio. It really does look like a studio. Well, okay. So let's just. So one of the things that I'm going to go out on a limb and say here, besides flat earthers, might make sense. I'm just joking. Is so you know how with Falkaball and Out of Shadows, how they say that there is this is all just a spiritual war. This is all just good against evil, basically. And that the globalist agenda or the cabal's agenda, let's call them elite pedophile ring Satan worshipers, let's say that that's who is running a lot of the show here. One of the things they said in both of those movies was there's kind of a code a code that they live by where they have to make themselves known they have to say who they are in a way and it can be in a secret way but it has to be in public eye so for example they they say that the that the uh the 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 papacy and the archdiocese of the vatican right that they are really satanists um and then you look and they're like, well, how are they showing us that they are? By wearing these red leather shoes is like a sign that, you know. Upside down cross like uh, Bill Gates's wife. And- exactly. Like it have, they have to come out in the open. So, sure. so what, if, what if this mouse was kind of that? It was like, we can go ahead and stage this whole thing, but we ha- in order for us to get away with it, 
we have to make something show no, that something no, in its No, no, that doesn't make sense. I don't, I, I okay. don't buy that because that doesn't fit in line with any kind of satanic symbol. But uh, no, but it's but it's like hey, it's like saying hey, um, this is fake. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't buy they, – they don't ever say things are fake. They just let you know that they're involved. That's always been the, kind of the message. Now, I'm looking at some of the pictures of the earth here, and I think I may have an explanation that could explain it if I, if I had to think about it. Okay, okay. I'm going to go back a little bit. So perhaps they were on the dark side of the earth, and they were pointing it down towards the earth. It's possible that may have been the case, that mm -hmm. they weren't they – weren't, And there's no stars down there? Well – Oh, on the Earth itself, you would see light. Yeah, yeah, it's true as well. Well, unless it's the dark side. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm just unless uh, the unless it's over the ocean. There was a part of the. I'm just like I said. I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm looking at this map. Like the behind maybe the, the Earth. light, where the light reflecting off the planet, makes the stars not visible somehow. I'm looking at the the, the I'm looking on the SpaceX Starlink site, and I'm looking at the map they have here and. Uh, the, the satellites they are releasing on the dark side of the earth at the time. Look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, am, I, I want all of this to be true. However, I don't like the fact that we're still putting satellites up there. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough. I remember him talking about this, putting a 60 satellite, released 60 satellites, they're creating a grid around the earth. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Between 5G, between bomb, being bombarded with more waves – is this human race going to freaking survive? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. But then they would, they would be poisoning themselves at the same time unless, unless they can, with yeah. pendants, the satanic pendant that protects them from the... Uh, well, maybe they're not poisoning us. Maybe it's a defense system from alien, alien life. Uh, maybe it's star force. Maybe it's a bunch of missiles. Maybe it's a bunch of, more of turrets. Turrets. You know, turrets. Machine yes. gun turrets, like maybe right. they're just like all around the planet and they're not really Wi-Fi at all. They're just going to fire bullets at the enemies that are going to fly in. I mean, look, we saw some stuff, some crazy footage that looked totally real, but totally fake at the same time. These days, anything can be faked and you could see all these like spaceships flying from across the moon. Remember that footage? All those little spaceships that were flying across. You, you didn't you send that to me? Which one was this? It's um, footage of a spaceship that's coming over the horizon of the moon, and it's massive. Oh, right. And right, then the right. other ones are following it. Sure. And it's like maybe there's some kind of mobilization. Maybe like the the galactic federation of the universe is getting upset with planet earth and they're just like all right this is it we're going to take you maybe guys they out just don't want us to see what's going on there is there's been talk what i'm that, saying <laughs> there's been talk that you know they have there's been contact with government officials it's been known talked about for decades uh i michael greer talks about this dr michael greer of c seti um, that's stephen greer is it stephen greer mm -hmm. yeah stephen greer uh, and it's hard. It's hard to talk about it because I don't. Uh, you know, I've heard him talk. I heard him talk about the stuff. He has documents approved. There's, there's the. You know. Well, I know a little bit about that. Um, well, now I just came across a George Soros talking about Trump will disappear in 2020 or even sooner. Will disappear? Well, that's the idea that he was creating the. Th he talks about creating the threat to the world. Oh God. Um. 
Yeah, because he's not. And you know, there was a, there was another guy that Candace Owen, going back a little bit. He she posted a video of this um, this black guy talking about right to the cameras, like, stop! This is not Trump. This is the globalist agenda. They're trying to remove him, create this these this race riots. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, he's got it. He's like, this is you're all being played. Stop it! They just want to get him out. They're doing everything they can. They don't want him. He's not playing by their rules. So I was like, yeah, that's absolutely. I love what he said that, mm -hmm. but. Uh, no one's going to believe. A lot of people don't believe that. I, I've talked about this with people like, really? I'm like, trust me. It's connections. Just go connect the dots. There's, there's people that are smarter than me way in, that I talk to about this and like, and who says the same thing that say, no, this is the communist. This is in their playbook. He, he even said, he goes, yeah, the communists are involved in this. Well, that's why I'm so, uh, that's why I want everybody to watch that documentary because, you know, it's important to know history. It's important to understand because when you see the same signs of the same things happening again, you start, to, it's easier to connect the dots because you go, oh, this is what, this is what the agenda is. It's got, why wouldn't it be, why would it be any different now than it was back then? It wouldn't, you know, um, yeah, what's I'm weird is how people fall for it. A lot of the young people fall for it. It's easy, especially it's, it's very easy, very easy for young people to fall for it uh, because they have no religion. That's their religion. Mm -hmm. um, it's what they believe in. They believe America's bad. Well, you know, academia just pounding it in their head that, you know, white, white supremacy and nationalism is horrible. And this is a, you know, capitalistic society is uh, causing all the problems. Yeah, they, they, they've been bombarded with it. I've talked to my friends, my friend uh, who's got a couple of kids in college, and they hear it all the time about this climate change stuff and uh, anti this. And I'm like, how do you deal with it? And the kid's are like, I just don't say a word. I don't say anything. Because they got a dad who's really smart and knows, gives them all the great, you know, educated them even better. And um, actually one of them is going to go work for SpaceX, he said. He said he hmm. got, uh, he's in the, couple of rounds he's in the second round he told i didn't ask him what happened uh, but but he even said that um he lost he lost he lost an engineering job really smart kid like top of his class engineer uh takes after his dad who's an engineer and uh -huh. he said that he lost a job to a pretty high company because he was a white male lost it to a female that was less qualified than he was and he knew it, saw her resume was like qualification didn't even compare to what he had, but they hired her over him and he had to deal with it. And so, um, wow, what he's dealing with at his age and coming out of, you know, college of everyone saying, no, climate change is real. If you don't believe it, you're actually part of the problem. And, um, it is, uh, this is this is what they're coming from. This is the education system. This is what you're fighting against, people. This is what the revolution is. It's mm -hmm. America kind of losing its grip on the, its ideals and foundations because everything is bad. It's no longer. It's not even a support and love of country, which, like you and I have, like patriots and people who really people who fight for this country and go to war and support it. We came, we came up in a different generation of appreciating it. Yes, it has flaws, man. I, of course, it does. Uh, like anything does, it's not perfect, it, but it's the best place you have. When I, when I see these protests and people saying it's just systemically racist, I go, all of us can name black people in positions of power in finance and everywhere. You can name them off the top of your hands. Mm -hmm. 
How many actors? How many politicians? Uh, you know, is, is, is Cory Booker part of systemic racism? Is Clarence, mm-hmm. part, uh, Clarence Thomas, uh, you know, held back because of his color? You know, it's Obama. Obama. Yeah, come on. You can go further and further with Don Cheadle, Denzel Washington. Uh, ben Carson. West, ben Carson. Do these people complaining that there's a problem? No. They overcame well, it. Well, Obama does. Yeah, Obama does because he wants to create a racial relations issue. He wants to create the tension, the conflict. This is all being done to unravel the society, people. It's all being manufactured because we've made such great strides to to reduce the barriers. It makes it easier. You live in a country where you can go create any job you want, create any business, and be as successful as you want. And mm-hmm. even black leaders are telling you that, like, go. Go do it. Look okay, at Chris is calling me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> to, to say that we live in a country that's so systemically racist that you you know that a black person just has more of a chance of getting pulled over and arrested than telling the kid that that's the opposite, isn't? Didn't didn't I think Denzel's parents said no, man. You can do anything you want. It's all on what you're brought up with. If you feel you're a victim, you're going to be the victim, and you're going to lash out at society. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, you know, I was brought up that way, uh, just being, uh, you know, with my father being a police officer in the military, I'm Hispanic, I'm American Indian, I'm a woman. Um, and you know, what those things mean and how, you know, we had every opportunity to take advantage of services that are given to minorities. And my dad would say, no, Mm. we work for a living. Absolutely not. We will not go get government anything. You know, we were in the military, so that was bad as it was. Like, it, you know, all of a sudden, you're, you know, uh, a, your property of the military, you know, and your family becomes property. You go where they tell you to go, and you you do what they tell you to do. And it was a great life, actually. I really enjoyed it, but I definitely understand and have a more clear picture of what it means to be a socialist, because that's what you are in the army, isn't it? In the military, you're you just Everything is by rank and everything is by, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a, the, the playing field is level in the, in the military uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't even really know racism or anything because in the military, you know, you're, you don't, you live on base and you live with everybody. Like you live with, that you don't go into a neighborhood where just black people live or just Hispanic people, at least not when I was a kid. So you were mixed in with everyone. And so there was never anything remotely like that to me. When we lived in Louisiana, that was a different story. <clears throat> but we grew up, you know, being taught to um, transcend that stuff, to transcend uh, the idea that our, our color or our history or our background was going to keep us down. And that's a mentality of parenting. That's a parenting value. Those are parenting values. And that's my mom and dad who both grew up very, very poor. And my dad, you know, had very few choices. He could have easily ended up in prison and like his brothers and dead Um, but he didn't, he opted to go a different route. And so he has a whole different perspective for us to transcend that and to be whatever we want to be, to grow up and do whatever we want to do. But he would say, you know, uh, you get pulled over, you do what you say, you do what they say, you know, you just might run into a really bad cop. So you better be good. Like just be on the best behavior, including to my brother who, you know, he was like, look, you're a Hispanic male, be careful. 
because, you know, it is possible. So if you don't give anybody any reason ever, don't make bad choices in your life. Life is hard. It's harder when you're stupid. You know, <laughs> you have to right. be smart. Yeah, and well, well, this isn't, this isn't a lesson on that. I mean, obviously that that's what, it, that's the basics of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming from our perspective, you would think that would be the reasonable thing to do, but this is um, not about that. Victims don't care about that. Victims, no. victims who are whining and go out there and want to change the world, it makes no difference because you'll just get yelled at. You know, I'm I'm at the point where okay, what's 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 the solution next? It's like hold the line, man, because now you got military coming out against Trump. Mathis saying what he did. And uh, you, you wonder if he just a deep stater, he's a deep state shill or someone got to him. And uh, did you see that picture of him with, yeah, the, black with eye? the black eye? Is that real? That could have been doctored up, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I have to see where that picture came from. Was it recent? I don't know, but I will yeah. tell you this much. He, um, you know, he got fired and he's probably got sour grapes. So, you yeah, know? A, dis- a disgruntled, um, you know, he's disgruntled and it comes out and the media just push it up. But there's other, there's other people, but, there's other know, military like, that are coming out against him too. So, but you know, like Charlie, Charlie says this too. And I, I, sometimes I agree with it. You know, I don't, I don't really see, I don't think Trump is a uniting president. I don't. I don't see him going out of his way to unite people. I think that he, uh, I think he is an abrasive man. I think he has, doesn't have very good bedside manner. He, his, his comments are inflammatory. They just are. And so that can't be ignored. That can't be ignored. He 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 unites in other ways. Like he does. I don't want to say unite. He does things that are. He he's setting. He's. I can't explain it without. I don't think he's a very uniting president. I don't. We. I agree with that. I I I I wish he was a little more as well. He's not a very uniting president, and Mm -hmm. and I don't think that's any reason why we need to take him out of office. Certainly not. Can he learn that? Uh, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I said, he's not, he's not a perfect president, but in this relationship, I'll take mm-hmm. him over what's coming next. I'll, I like what he does overall. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, some of, some of it is not the best, but I don't want to – there is no perfect uh, uh, president. And anyone who looks at Obama after he makes a speech, I'm sorry, race relations under Obama were worse. Mm-hmm. They didn't do I anything. I think so too. They didn't do anything with the uh, what was the uh, the other incidences? God, I read about it. Well, we also had some of the most uh, racially tense times with Obama. We had, right. you know, Michael Brown happened, Philando Castro happened. There you like, go. Uh, a lot of and racial was, tension. We had the the Ferguson riots, and that's you know, right. That's right. And and, where, and what, did Obama quell it? He called people and thugs was, that were in Minneapolis uh, yeah. protesting and rioting. Yeah. No, he didn't do anything for it. But again, the media was, the media was not hard on him. The media was in support of him, mm-hmm. and he wasn't. He wasn't under an insurrection by right. a, a group that was fomenting violence. Right. That's the, the um, difference here. You know, I also wanted to bring up um, the idea of. Um, you know, of, of these National Guard people taking a knee and I bending a knee. And I am, 
I feel like this goes back to values again, to core values, because um, you can still have empathy and compassion for what happened. You can still be upset that that cop did what he did and the police brutality does happen, even if it's um, minor or like a limited amount here in America, you can still be upset about that. You, I can, I'm don't like it. I want it to be fixed. Um, but this whole thing with all these people bending down on their knees, yeah, the national guard, you know, it go, to me, that's a value system that is a lack of a value system. I just, you just could, would never catch me bending a knee to anybody at all, ever, except for God. Never. I just would never do it. And I would be like, look, I can still stand here and protect you. I'm here to protect you. And support you, of course. And I support understand you. Completely. Protect Correct. your rights. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to protect these businesses, these hard workers who built these businesses. I'm here to protect everybody. And, and, but, and bending a knee is not part of my freaking um, protocol. It's not in, you know, taking a knee and relinquishing control of my weapon and my ability to protect you, to mm-hmm. protect you. Mm-hmm. If somebody right now decided to take a car and run through this intersection or wherever and run over all of you, who's going to protect you? If somebody started shooting, a sniper started shooting from the top of the building at you guys, who's going to protect you? My weapon's on the ground next to me. That is the number one thing that you learn to never do is put down your weapon. Well, isn't, isn't that what the news is kind of put, pushing forth at, uh, and the people that are talking to these National Guards are yelling at them? They're not there to attack you. Like you said, they're there to protect. Or stop you, right? Or stop you. They don't. That's not their job. Their job is to keep law in order and keep it peaceful. They if don't understand that. If you're doing a peaceful protest, why are you asking them to take a knee for you? Right. right? They're not because they're because they're holding a gun. They're not pointing it at you, and they don't plan on using it unless you want to go loot that store. Unless you want to go hurt someone, maybe that's why you're telling them to go bend a knee. So in supplicant to your to your ideals. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 a cultist ideology. Again, it, it comes down to these people. This is their religion. This is their this is their cult. Mm-hmm. It is this. It's it's just I just call it this. Whatever this is, progressive communism. That's uh, it's emotional reactivity. It's irrational thought. It's reacting from a place of emotion. You know, it's emotional reactivity. You know, because it's intelligent people too that just let their emotions get the best of them and then they start reacting in that way. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 It's, it's, you know, when I see the pictures of the Democrats up there kneeling and doing the knee, it's just, this doesn't make sense. And renouncing their white privilege. So that's something I am sick and tired of people telling me that I'm racist. That is just get, it just gets really old. It's like, I'm not even angry. It's stupid. It's wow. stupid. You're telling me that I'm racist. Every job that I've had, I've always worked alongside a person of opposite color to me. They've worked beside me. You know, I, Charlie was like, Charlie was commenting about you guys living in the East Coast, being Italian. I mean, that that there's a lot of racism uh, in New Jer- in Newark, New Jersey. You know, with um, you know, Charlie's like he grew up in that environment in Newark. I mean, it's like it's not an unusual thing to be oppressed as any minority, any any person. You know, um, right? He was the oppressed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so it goes both ways. This is this is you know people 
the, when you, you mix, don't get it, Mark, you, you don't get it. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, you know, at this point, the word racist means nothing to me anymore. Someone yeah. wants to call me racist. I'm like, yeah, great. That's, uh, that's actually not true because, uh, I, I work with, <laughs> you know, it's so weird I, to even I'm, qualify it. Right. Yeah, it's I'm so not even, weird. I can't even, I can't even, right. I laugh. I laugh. Right. I'm like, I couldn't even, like, I, I don't, I, I was just thinking about the other day. I don't, when I, when I engage with someone on the street or in, in um, a business situation at a store, I don't think whether or not the person was black. I, you know, I'll have a conversation. I don't look, oh, that was a black guy I had a conversation with. And that does never, uh, uh, that's never a conversation I ever right. have. It's right. never something yeah. I even say to myself. I'm like, oh, that was a really nice guy. Oh, and he was black. That doesn't occur to me. <laughs> oh, that was a really nice black guy. You know what? What's I interesting? That. I was watching some of the videos, the emergency videos of people, you know, on Twitter of all the riots and stuff. And um, there was this one news video. It was an LA newscaster that I have seen many times. This woman who's Hispanic, and um, she's uh, interviewing. She she's the camera is on the store owners who are protecting their building, their business, and they're black. And they're protecting their building from looters who are black. Mm -hmm. And she's standing there and she's like, oh my God, they're getting past the people who are trying to protect their building. So the cops show up and then you see these looters running, but then you see the store owners running after the looters. And so the cops go after the store owners and the Mexican woman who's the who's the uh, newscaster is going, no, it's not them. They're the store owners. It's the other people. Yeah, I saw that. And so, right. And so, but then the funniest part is when the cop comes up to her and says, wait, tell me who's who, who is looting. And she goes, those people over there. And he, he goes, what color are they? Hmm. Describe them. Why? It's pragmatic. Not because I want to know what color they are so that I can go hunt them down and kill them. I need to know what color they are so I can identify them, so I can go run after them and get them. How tall are they? What color are they? What race are they? What are they wearing? You know, what do they look like? Are they a male or a female? And now we can't say they're a male or a female. They don't want you to say if they're male or a female. They don't want you to say what race they are. They don't want you to say <gasps> what they're wearing. You mean, does this sound planned? <laughs> Does this sound planned, people? Is this That's, just a it's coincidence? Just a, it's a human running that right. direction. It's, it's a it cisgendered to, um, uh, male. Well, I don't know what that looks like. Right. Uh, yeah. When it comes down to being pragmatic, I want to know their race, and I want to know how tall they are, and if it's a man or a woman. This is, this is identity politics. You can't you, – reason's out the window. Common sense is gone. Biology is – Everything is upside down, and they want you to conform to that. And for most of the youth that just do that, you are lost. You're not going to comply. You're not going to get me. And there are so many people out there that feel the same way. And, and I think you know, you and I keep giving example after example. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so furious. Like you watching this just take place, and the idiots that promote this agenda and the media mm -hmm. that is backing it that will not show you all, you know, like Kaylee McEnany, uh, at the, at the, she was showing the, 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 the video of all the cops that were hugging uh, protesters and helping. Like you didn't see that. You don't see that in mainstream media. And she gave homage to, uh, you know, Mr. Dorn. Yeah. And which the media has not done because they're giving you one narrative and you're being misplaced. And I try to tell this to people that just have arguments with, and it's just like, 
oh, you really think the media is controlling this? No, the media is controlling you because you're still arguing what Trump tweeted and not looking at everything else on the side. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so beyond this at this point. It's just a big fat war now, you know, it's a big war between all of us. We're involved. We're involved whether you like it or not. Even people who are not really connected, like who are too busy doing other things or, you know, living their lives like Charlie, like he, he sees it, he hears it, he knows it's going on. Um, he has opinion about it, but, um, you know, he, he's in it. We're all in it. We're in it. And walking out on the street in Los Angeles is you're taking a chance. I walked into this morning and I was like, I, I probably should not be out here. You let, know? Me, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like, you know, because you bought that place up north that you feel like you now you're stuck there, you have to stay in the state? Would you have rather have left and gotten out of there? Um, no, first of all, the house is like this crazy blessing. It's just this like most amazing sanctuary, you know, and we talked about what a, what a coincidence, if there's such a thing, it was all the things that had to, like you say, connected, connecting, all the connecting the dots to ending up in that place. Nothing short of blessing after blessing after blessing, crazy stuff, you know, Mm. for example, just to give you an example, um, you know, Airbnb basically came to a screeching halt during COVID and that, and then Charlie's work diminished by more than 50%. Really? Um, yeah. And so we, you know, have a mortgage to pay and we have two rents to pay in this, in this city and our mortgage. And then we have, you know, our overhead is still happening. We still have to turn the lights on, still have to do our thing, still have to eat. And we were, Charlie was never scared. I was scared. I was like, oh boy. Um, and then we get, you know, we get a renter. We get a renter up there for two months. And then um, then we go up there to go prep the house and check it out for what happened over the last two months. It had a bit of a rough winter. So we went up and just fell in. Every time we go up, we fall in love with the place more and more and don't want to leave. And then we go to stay longer, uh, to book longer days, and then to find out when we can come back. And the whole month of June is booked and most of July. And it's like in in the midst of this turmoil, for some reason, people, people want still out. want to stay in our house. Yeah. And um, so we feel like something, something is protecting and guiding. God is protecting and guiding our choices. And so as far as being here, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the thing that's the most uncomfortable, and I can't say it that loud, is that I know how... I know, well, not just my neighbors, but everyone around, I know that I am a minority here in more ways than one. You know, I know that my political views and my value system is very strange and disliked on this part of town. And, you know, I read this, somebody, somebody tweeted this out or Instagram this out, said, be careful, those of you who have American flags on your porch, take them down because your homes might be vandalized. And I'm like, Try it. You still have yours up. That flag is not coming down. I don't care what. Yep, that's not. It's not coming down. I'm sorry. It's not coming down. And um, you know, that's just the way it goes. You got to have values. You've got to stand for something always. Something that's true and real. True and real. You know what? You're gonna stand. So. My neighbor has a Black Lives Matter poster that she was using in the protest, sitting on her porch. 
So she's going to elevate this criminal to that. You level. know, I hate to say this, but you know, and I hope this doesn't happen, but you having the American flag up there and the threats, you might be under some duress. I, I don't want it to happen, but uh, I hate to have you get to me, you know, in a couple of days, like we're moving, we're leaving, you know, you're by mm -hmm. yourself there right now. And I, you don't have pepper spray. I, I, I want you to protect yourself. I'm not by myself. Well, in right now, this moment. I have a gun. Uh, perfect. Good. Glad of you did. Of course. Of course I'm armed. Good. Um, but no, I'm not taking that what flag the, down. By the, by the, oh, great. I don't. And what, by the way, what is the laws with, I forget, with California gun laws? What's the, Oh, my God. You have to, the person has to practically have already stabbed you in order to shoot them and be. And be well, no, to be, have one, to possess a firearm. Oh. Um, it's a 10-day, I think, a 10-day waiting period. But you, you did that to, and got licensed for it? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a license. I have a, I mean, a, a, a permit. Um, and I have a, no, it's a license. It's a license. Right. And um, yeah. And it's not concealed carry. It's almost impossible to, con to get concealed carry out here. Even right. police officers have a hard time getting concealed right. carries or military. It's really hard. But you can go in a store and you, without a license, you, you just go get, you can get a rifle. Anyone can have a rifle in any state. As far as um, know, right? I think that might have changed here. I think there is I – can't, I can't remember what those laws are here. Um, I'm not okay with that law, actually. I, I really think that there should be just like, you know, there should be like almost like a car registration. You, you got to wait to get it. You got to take, it takes time. The process takes time. I do think that. I, th I think something that can kill someone like a car requires um, more of a responsible structure to acquire it. I don't think you should just be able to give a child a 16-year-old, 18-year-old kid, 22-year-old boy or girl, a car. I think they should be have to go through the same responsible steps to acquire it. You should have it should be licensed, probably insured. Mm -hmm. uh, you should have defensive driving lessons. You should have defensive shooting lessons. You know, I think you it should, if you have a lethal weapon, including like a vehicle, like I said, vehicle, you know, you wouldn't just give a car to any random person and let them drive around. You want to know that they are insured, they can drive it, they have a license, they're a responsible human, they don't have a record. You want to know those things. Why would you do, why wouldn't you want that with a gun? Any gun, any kind of gun. Now, a, a knife is a lethal weapon too, but, you know, I think we can be rational humans here and say that a gun is far more lethal can be than a knife definitely definitely so so yeah i do believe in, in and there are there is gun control there are laws in place you know this isn't the wild west but i do think that rifle you know uh, machine guns rifles they can probably have a stricter way to yeah. acquire them. It's, it's, you know, it's the reason why the, these lootings are happening in these places that are people that are just not armed, very, very leftist cities. Mm -hmm. And you see the videos on Twitter, which they don't really show you. Well, unless they want to condemn it, but the, like Coeur in Idaho, they're out there with the military weapons oh, yeah. protecting their cities. And, they're not, their and then and they're, not getting, they're not getting ransacked and looted. Yeah. And go figure, because this is what is, this is coming down to. You know, Trump's trying to do this all on his own, put in the National Guard. People's condemning him for it. 
it's it's the it's the states that that don't have their armed militia, and I do believe that it's people, it's your community, you protect each other, and yes, everyone should go have a rifle. I'm telling you, everyone I have never have gun sales. I mean, I know yeah, people who were right? not. Yeah, I know people personally who didn't believe in guns until this happened, <laughs> and now they are buying guns. And I know a lot of them. Um, there's a lot of people who did believe in them who just didn't have guns, and now they're getting guns. But then there's a whole bunch of them that were like, "I don't want a gun in my house." And it's like now they see. Yes. Now they see in the event that our that the police is, is overwhelmed. They, is overwhelmed, and yeah. especially, especially yeah. if they're going to defund the police. You. Who's going to protect you? Right. Yes. I'm getting more than just one gun. <laughs> and and you know what? You would probably have. You would have. Most likely, much less crime if you were if you were all armed on your own. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely, because like, police officers can't. You know, you you've been there. You're outside. You're in your place, and you get all the time people running by, pulling off mirrors, and you know that happens in the neighborhood. People are armed; they're less likely to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're looking out for each other, and they know that police officers aren't going to get there in time. It's too petty. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want – am I saying everyone should be armed? This is Piers Morgan. Oh, your gun fascination. You know what, you fat pig? Uh, why, who, why is he even talking anymore? He's still talking he's about so it, your irrelevant. gun fascination. Yes, because he doesn't he, – and, and even when – what's his name? Uh, uh, the wrestler who was the, who was the governor. Um, oh, but uh, – <laughs> uh, tall guy, predator. Uh, he was the governor. Of, um, I think it was Minneapolis, wasn't it? I mean, anyway, uh, he even when he was on Piers Morgan a bunch of years ago, talking about that. Piers Morgan. I think this is what kind of got him kicked out. Uh, he's like, "Yes, you." He goes, "You really think your government is going to attack you?" Huh? And he's like, "It's just it's Jesse in, Ventura." Jesse Ventura. He's like, "This is no. This is your right to have it, and it was written in the Constitution." Yeah, but it says when the government. Well, let me tell you something. They didn't. They didn't expect that these quasi governments were going to be the threat. It's any government, and even the UN, even um, Antifa. These are quasi little. Well, that's an organization. Uh, the EU. These are quasi governments. Uh, what is he talking about? He's he's British. Yeah. Well, we he had a show. Protecting ourselves Correct. from them. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> well, then that's a th- right. That's right. Yeah, he's British, and we, <laughs> what an we, idiot! Doesn't he know his history? <laughs> he just, he just, he just got into a fight with Giuliani just on on the air, and he even said, "You're fast. You're you're. If you didn't have this fascination with your guns, you wouldn't have these problems." No, oh you my idiot. god! Yeah, yeah he, they're having it right now. Correct. There's riots right now. And they're not even armed, those police officers. We are – yeah, this is why they want to destroy it because there are people here that would protect it. And it's, and it's why everyone out there, arm yourself, protect, and just get together as patriots and protect mm-hmm. because we are under battle, man. We're under siege from the left and their insanity. Yeah. Agreed. So, Agreed. Um, I think that we hit a lot of points. Mm-hmm. We did. Well, I'm glad you came on again, and uh, we vented. I don't know where this is going to go. I I hope it goes for the better. I think you know now they're going after Trump, and of course they're always going to keep going after Trump. And I swear, people, if anyone else gets in, we are in trouble. This country is in trouble. Okay, hang on. What? Sorry. I I, I, go ahead. 
What? I think, no, go I ahead. think what you're seeing with these protests, what you're seeing with how uh, Democrats are telling cops to stand down, not calling them the National Guard, uh, telling you to stay in place, you know, abandoning the reason. This is the trial version, folks. This is the trial version of their uh, communist agenda. Um, if you see this in light form, it's just going to get worse later on. That's my take. Um, I, I don't want to go yet because I just am floored at this. <clears throat> so Jackie just sent this to me. First of all, here's a memorial service going on right now for George Floyd. First, I want you to see the coffin, which is gold. Okay. It's <clears throat> great use of donation money. And, um, and then I want you to see the size of this, the people in attendance. How many people are in attendance at this thing, sitting right next to each other? And Are they then, wearing masks? Nope. And then I want to read this to you. Janice Dean on Twitter. We weren't allowed to have funerals for my husband's parents who both died of COVID in nursing-assisted living facilities or have a gathering to mourn them, and yet it's okay for protesters to get together in wow. huge crowds without masks to tear and burn down big cities. But this guy, whose last stint before jail was sticking a gun in the belly of a pregnant black woman and robbing her, gets to do this, is... Yeah, I just under mood lighting. This is backwards, folks. This is this is this is elevating. This is elevating criminality. It's elevating crime. It's elevating a political ideology. This is nothing more. Anyone sitting in that audience, it's all grandstanding. No one. It, it, there was a guy posting as well. Another black guy on Twitter going, "Guys, you don't even know him. I don't know the guy." And you're you're having all this. It, it doesn't make sense. You're being led. I mean. Yeah. He wasn't an upstanding citizen, and granted, justice is going to be served for it. But do not elevate this person because how many people, how many black people have just uh, are dying every year from from uh, just right now? David Dorn. No one's no one's throwing a funeral for him. So I, I'm 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 just like yourself, beyond beyond words with this. Uh, we are, we are, it, it, this is going to be our battle from now on, from now until November. This is what this is going to be like. It's going to be constant frustration, constantly having these idiocy battles with people. Uh, this is not going to stop. And, uh, we got to hold the line folks, hold the line. That really upset me. <clears throat> Stay vigilant and, and, and watch, watch and learn and listen and don't get emotional. Read. Watch. Get different sources of information. Get off mainstream media. Go to independent news sources. Um, there's a lot out there. So, yeah. Yeah, Kat. Um, I went to the gun store to buy ammo the other day, and it was <laughs> – I couldn't – the line was like, oh, my God, it's taking forever. Uh, my friend, he's like, yeah, my wife wants me to get a gun now. Where do I go? I took him to the gun store. It was closed. And he's like, can I just go to Walmart and get one? I think I said, I'm not sure that you can still do that. Mm -hmm. my, my, my friend at work said, yes, you can. Yeah, go to Cabela's or um, the Great Outdoor Store, the Bass Fishing Store. Those yeah, places you can I have it. a handgun, but I, I might even just go buy a, a shotgun. Just a shotgun would be great. <clears throat> yeah, just to have that. And uh, that's part of your Second Amendment right to protect yourself, your family, your loved ones. But remember, mm -hmm. I do, you know, my friend says, as soon as you fire that first bullet, your life changes forever. So 
you do it. I mean, draw, even just drawing the gun, you know, like I've drawn had, it's I fine, that. but people mm, are running. I know, easily. but it's it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting feeling, you know. I I it's an interesting feeling. Uh, certainly, if your life feels threatened, that's that's the time. That's the mm -hmm. time. Um, anything more, Cat? Nope. Okay. Cool. Rock on!